welcome to CDO's Magazine series of one-on-one interviews with CDOs, data leaders, and key influencers. I'm your host, Robert Lutton, Vice President of Sandhill Consultants, coming to you today from Toronto, Canada. On behalf of the CDO Magazine, I have the pleasure of introducing Hartnell Ndungi, who is the Chief Data Officer at ABSA Bank in Kenya. Welcome, Hartnell. I'm happy to be here, and I thank you, Robert. One of the things that I think that you've probably indicated that you've been able to achieve is through the support of AI, machine learning, and uh, tools like that. Could you outline your approach for developing the AI models for the business predictions that you just talked about? Like, for example, potential upcoming loan or whatever. You know, how do you go by developing that? Is that does that come from the use cases or how do you go by developing that? Thank you so much for that question. So two aspects here. So the first one is actually the use case driven approach. Right. The second one is what we call exploratory data analytics. So I actually have my data scientists having two streams of tasks. The first one is basically to take a use case. Someone says, I want to find a way of actually selling more loans. Help me come up with a model to help me do this. The second approach is, what can we see as data experts from the data that we actually hold for you and be able to create patterns and use cases that you can actually create value. Right. And most of this are related to customer behavior. How are people taking our products? What is the churn? What is the driver of churn? So what we currently do for use cases, we actually define this. We are able to extract the right data. We usually build our models based on historical data. Then we have some validation steps that compare the accuracy of the models on the current data as well as during the COVID time. So the COVID time now has become uh, also a dependable validation mechanism for us because we want to make sure that we're not really modeling the COVID shock into right. our future models. Right. So for the exploratory part, I usually let my team members decide one use case every week. And what they do go and do is just go extract a data set and just find out what are the interesting insights you're able to see. If it's customer behavior, if it's growth, if it's churn, if it's some dips and spikes, then build this using different types of time series, regression, uh, and, and classification models. Uh, then you just do a showcase uh, to your business uh, counterparts every Monday morning. And what we see is that most of our explored use cases uh, come out to be of value to the business. That, that is really interesting. And it actually just goes into one of my last questions. It, it talks about the future of uh, data analytics, machine learning, and AI. Uh, you know, it, it's quite interesting. Your role is obviously to not only uh, achieve the business objectives, but also to look down the road a little bit to see what's coming. Um, in, in what way, in what ways do you think that data analytics will change the way that folks live in Kenya and in Africa and, and around the world? What, you know, if you look into the crystal ball, what do you, what do you see is coming down that you want to be able to kind of uh, sort of say yes, that is definitely going to have an impact globally on the way that we look at. Uh, how analytics work? So that's a very important question because uh, we actually have to keep on checking what uh, is the expected change in the market and how our customers and our internal uh, colleagues consume data. One thing is for sure that data is going to be a required skill for everyone. The same way people never used to know how to use Excel and everyone now is learning how to use Excel. Right. I think insights has changed the way we present and communicate information. Uh, I think data visualization is going to be something very important for any person who is in business because you have to visualize, visualize trends uh, and, and, and the future outlook of your business. 
Uh, what is for sure is that we'll stop having uh, chief data officers doing uh, centralized deployment of analytics capabilities. I think uh, when business counterparts understand the value of data, they will want to learn. And what that creates is a federated environment whereby you don't have all the key capacity and skills sitting in a central colleague or team. And what happens here is that the business now becomes empowered. They start also creating their visualization tools. They start creating what is going to be their trending tools. They start wanting to model out data science concepts. And what this does to the centralized data capacity is that they'll actually open up to new technologies. So this is where the interface of data and digital actually comes in place because what happens is that as we are letting go of analytics and scripting work, we're actually taking over new digital tasks, Internet of Things. So as I said, data is the core of most digital and fourth industrial revolution transformation. I think as data people, we'll have to learn more so that we can not only deliver a specialized data value uh, item to a business, but also be able to see what can I couple this within the full scale of digital transformation technology. Hartnell, you know, the, our conversation has talked about, you know, clearly the success of your role at the bank, how you've made an impact at the bank, how you brought data analytics and the team. And, and you know, you've really achieved a, a wonderful thing. Uh, in Thank looking you. at your experience and looking at the role uh, that you've been in the last uh, four years as a CDO and data leader, uh, there's no doubt you've learned what works and perhaps what hasn't worked. I'm wondering if you've got any kind of thoughts or uh, retrospectives that sort of indicate, you know what, I tried this and it didn't yield the results we expected, so we moved on. So what were some of the areas that you said, eh, you know, uh, we tried this, didn't yield the results, we moved on. And, and maybe for our, our listeners, listeners out there, you know, what not to do, uh, any advice? So I'll give you four key uh, advice points. Uh, the first one is don't buy if you can reuse, and this is mostly for technology. I've seen uh, most vendors uh, really showcase very good servers and solutions. Since I go with the incremental approach to create data value, try and see what is available and reuse it first because before spending a lot of money and having to replace. Right. The second one is that use cases are not projects. Uh, some of them may not work. <laughs> so most people are usually afraid of failing. I usually tell people that if you try many use cases and studies, you'll find that maybe 10 out of uh, 50 actually are the ones that are going to create value. But the faster you're able to keep on experimenting, the faster you're actually able to ensure that you showcase uh, value. Uh, number three is that don't keep data management and data privacy at bay. This is a, a, a strictly no-no. Do not do that because data management is what gives you the guardrail with regards right. to how you're actually using data. If you don't have the right kind of controls in how you use data, then your analytics means nothing. Right. And number last is that do not assume that everyone knows about data uh, skills and reporting and any related matters. Train them first. So whatever you're actually showcasing and presenting, make sure you loop in the business person to understand what you're trying to do, but also remember to train them on how to interface and keep on discussing with you on how to grow the different use cases. I love those. Those are four great points, uh, Hartnell. Really uh, good nuggets. Uh, and uh, believe it or not, we've, we've kind of run out of time here on our interview. I'd like to thank you for making time uh, over in Kenya. I know it's uh, late in the afternoon, late in the, late in the evening. We really appreciate it. We hope that 
we get a chance to have a, a conversation about what's going on with you and Absa Bank in the future. And we just wish you the best of luck. Thank you for your time today. Thank you for your time as well, Robert. You're welcome. And for our listeners, please visit CU Magazine for additional interviews. Thank you.